You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Today on the ZABEcast, I've arrived in Wisconsin, and what a blockbuster couple weeks we're going to have. Deer District, myself, the fat man in the stash to watch the Bucks even the series at two and Kyrie go down. That plus KD's personal bodyguard and the Christian Eriksen incident in the European Cup. All that and more on a special edition of the ZABEcast. So buckle up, man. Let's go. Oh, here we go. Monday, June 14, 2021. Thank you for downloading and greetings from the parking lot of the Courtyard by Marriott in lovely, bucolic, unbelievably underrated Appleton, Wisconsin, where I will be playing in the uh, Children's Hospital Charity Invitational. And uh, it's going to be a great day. Beautiful weather is scheduled here. Part of my two-week stint. Up here in Wisconsin with uh, 97.3 The Game and doing various things. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be an interesting week podcast-wise. Let me just leave it at that. I think it'll be really, really good. But I'm out here in deep water with just me and the Mobile Strike Studio for two weeks. So who knows what kind of fish we're going to catch today on the podcast. You'll hear a quickie between myself and the two 97.3 The Game morning goombas. That would be Josh Albrecht and Eric Gitter. We talked about Katie and his bodyguard. And then I roped in Tim Scott and Brian Butch, who do the midday show at 97.3 The Game. And, of course, Brian Butch, Big Ten Network commentator, former Big Ten, former Badger star center, a guy who played all around the world on various international teams, had a shot at the NBA, a brief cup of coffee, didn't make it stick, and he does radio for us now. He's a great dude, and he uh, invited me up to this event, and I'm happy and thrilled to be part of it. Got the two of those in the van uh, to do a little podcasting here. So we're going to stitch it together piece by piece. Before we get to these guys, though, before I get to, uh, we'll start with Josh and Gitter. 
This Christian Erickson thing is, whoa. If you don't know by now, you should, but Denmark soccer star Christian Erickson collapses on the field during a live broadcast. CPR had to be administered. They literally brought him back from the dead. His heart had stopped. He was out. Boom. Done. No word yet on what it was. They're going to run a bunch of tests. No doubt it's going to become, well, not no doubt. I would say it has the potential to be a very dicey situation. Here's why. Apparently, he had been vaccinated just about two weeks ago. As you know, there is this raging war between those who think that Every man, woman, and child who's possibly eligible for this vaccine, for COVID, any of the vaccines, it's their duty to get vaccinated. And then on the other side, there are people who say, no way I'm putting anything experimental in my body. As you know from listening to me, I am reasonably down the middle. I think it's probably true that these vaccines are relatively safe. And that for those in higher risk groups, it makes perfect sense to get it. But there is such a coordinated effort now to stifle anybody who dares to say or hint or imply anything other than these vaccines are wonderful, taste like cherry soda, and will make you feel lighter than air. There's this push to censor people who say that. And it's a little bit dystopian, to be honest. Now, again, I am not in any way, shape, or form saying A caused B. I'm just saying if it's true that he did get vaccinated two weeks ago and this event occurred on the soccer pitch, that has the potential to be a whoa, holy shit kind of moment. Because here's the thing. You could say, oh, young people have heart attacks all the time. You just don't hear about it because they're not international soccer stars and they don't collapse on live TV. That's true-ish, but not really. It is highly unusual. As you know, it is insanely unusual for an athlete of this fitness level with no known issues to just black out cardio arrest right then and there. I mean, it's, it's such a rare event. I said to somebody, I go, well, when was the last time this happened with the hundreds of thousands of young athletes in great condition that play sports that have heart attacks at ages like this? And we had to go back to pretty much either Reggie Lewis with the Celtics or Len Bias. Now, look, it could be any number of things. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You can't rule it out because, for those following this, There's an emergency meeting that has been scheduled by the CDC to talk about what appears to be an increased signal rate in myocarditis. Remember that big scary bogeyman from back last fall in young people who are getting the vaccine. Is it an overwhelming number? No, not by a long shot. But it's a much higher incidence than what they call the background rate for people of that age group. So they called an emergency meeting, which, by the way, they called emergency meeting for a week later. (laughs) Well, wait a minute. How big of an emergency is it? It's not that one caused the other. It's not that I'm saying that. I'm just worried that any possibility of a rational discussion 
is likely to get slaughtered on the altar of, oh, my God, you can't say that. Because let's just say, for example, the best medical experts say, you know what? This guy, Christian Erickson, he was one of the guys. He was one of the young athletes who was adversely affected by the vaccine. But don't worry, you probably won't be. First of all, I don't think I, I think they are going to go out of their way to make sure not to say that. But if there was any relation, what are the chances they're honest about it? Given the coordinated, over-the-top, almost George Orwellian push to get everyone vaccinated. It's going to be interesting. I'm glad he's alive. Thank God for that. I have not actually seen the video of him going down. Apparently that's been scrubbed from the internet. I don't have any real desire to see it, but I do tend to see things that sporting events or moments that may be gruesome or disturbing just because, I don't know, I feel like it's sort of my job to see these things. Don't relish it, but I'm kind of like, well, I should probably see it at least once. Godspeed to Christian Erickson, and uh, we'll see what happens from here. But a very rare, very tragic, very nearly tragic and very scary event that hopefully is going to turn out okay. All right. On to lighter fare. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. What are you doing, Kevin Durant? Go figure that a guy who's got burner Twitter accounts would also have a personal security guard who pretty much went slam dancing the other night in Milwaukee when there was a tiny little scuffle between him and P.J. Tucker. We pick it up with my guys in the van. All right, good. Hey, boys, we're here in the Hi. Mobile Strike Studio. Hi. Hi. How's everyone what, doing today? What, what could be creepier than three dudes sitting in a van in a, in a residential neighborhood right now? No <laughs> with, a, with, with a tree leaf coming through as well. <laughs> and a curtain drawn in the back well, in the front. Probably no the fact that our pants are still on. That's probably the only thing saving us. So I am here after two long days of driving, or at least one long day yeah, of driving. It was easy, right? Huh? Today was easy, wasn't it? Today was fairly easy, yeah. but it's still four hours on the road. Do you like driving four hours? You used to drive all over oh, this fucking state, God, yeah. selling drivers to hack golfers. Not, not just this state, man. The yeah. Upper Peninsula. The UP, you I, name it. There were days where I, the one event in particular, I would leave Escanaba and drive to Sault Ste. Marie to do an event. That's six hours in the fucking car, oh. one way to do an event for four hours and then drive back for six hours. How about that? And if you didn't sell X number of drivers, oh. your boss at TaylorMade's like, what the fuck? No, it would be no. I wouldn't. Not even that. It'd be no? like it would just. I would be like, golly, this is just a waste of my <laughs> waste of time. fucking day. That's right. God. But someone has Did you to get do paid? it. Yeah, I got paid. Well, but that's I mean, not, then you go. There you go. That's the job, man. That's the life of a traveling salesman. He right. was a traveling salesman. He was Arthur Miller. Life yeah. of a what? What was that? Uh, death of a salesman. Death I of a salesman. Yeah. yeah, which would have been the death of you it if you probably kept been better it. if you died. Maybe now you're you're in the lucrative and super stable and secure yes. radio business. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're pretty much set for life, yeah. which is good. That was Josh and I going in that meeting last week. Are we getting fired? Like, is, is there <laughs> some sort of budget? Probably. <laughs> no, you I know just, what? You know what? You won't see it coming. It'll be like the ending of The Sopranos. Uh, I mean that's how it's been so far. It, it'll be. No you say, did the former producer know that ahead of time? <laughs> nope. Can we say his name? No. Well, I already did. Oh, so it's true. No. Uh, so anyway, here we are in the van. We're about to go down to the Deer District to the Mecca Sports Bar, which is an unbelievable sports bar, right outside Fiserv Forum. Game four, Nets, Bucks, and a chance to even the series. Line is 
two and a half. You're going to be listening to two and a half. So, by the way, let's forget about the game. The game will be over. We'll have to do a little post game on the game once we're done. But before the game even began, there was the story of douchebag Kevin Durant's bodyguard. Yep. Which was stunning to me that it even got to this point. Uh, Here was, let's go ahead and play the video. Uh, This was the incident on, what was it, Thursday night? Thursday night. Thank you. And if it's on Tucker, that's going to be his fourth. A little bit of John, a little nose-to-nose, which is good. I like that. That's two Texas guys going at it. University of Texas guys. Durant was there for five hot minutes. He was yeah. fucking unbelievable at Texas, by the way. He sure was. Uh, and was from the D.C. area. Should have gone to Maryland. He got some bag of money from somebody to go to Texas. As Tucker and Durant get into each other's face. And there's, and here's, there's the lead blocker coming here, through. Here comes Johnny Asshole. <laughs> Uh, there he is. We asked the question on Friday morning, what was that security guard doing coming in slam dancing like it was a Violent Femmes concert? <laughs> it's a reference Josh doesn't get. No, he did not. Violent Femmes. To each other's face. Look, man. Look at that guy. Look yeah. at that guy right there. So it turns out. The guy's name is Antoine Lambert. And he is Kevin Durant's. Yes. Personal. Security guard. And you look wanna, at the, you can see in the video. There's another guy, the other guy in the, the blue. light blue. That's that is Pfizer of security. I'm pretty sure. And he's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. This was a low grade NBA scuffle. This was the kind of thing that once upon a time and, wouldn't even register in this league. Look look at the officials here. Look at and, and PJ Tucker's looking at this douchebag. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? And who the hell are you? <laughs> and Durant's now squaring up with the fans. Because yeah, he wants to give them some. And Durant's going to walk away and go hide in the be- at the bench then. Yeah, you know, it, these players, they get all tough. They square up on the fans, and if a fan says one sideways thing, they go crying to mommy, and they go, yeah. have him ejected, you know? And then they go on ESPN. These fans are out of control. Okay. <laughs> whistles, whistles. By the way, Gitter, are they using electronic whistles? No. They're not. Those are real no, whistles. Those are real now. whistles, okay. yeah. Tucker now. Hey, the Fox 40s? Probably. Okay. Yelling at Kyle. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like that, Josh? Talk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know why the worst the, thing you've you ever You've got to have discussed. the Fox 40, the three-chamber Fox 40. Three-chamber Fox 40. Yeah. camera talk. Tell yeah. me more about the okay. SGA, <laughs> SGA three See, get her now that we've dragged him into this store, let's really let's bury him. So you know why the Fox 40 was oh invented? <laughs> Uh, because the Fox 38 was just it, nope. no. useless anymore. No, the Fox mean? 40 was invented because it's a P-less whistle. Yep. It has... <laughs> <laughs> it has... You know, it has you know no, your P yeah, getting stuck? Yeah. Get, Gitter has happened. a P-less whistle, I've heard, too. <laughs> Traditional whistles have a cork P. Yep. Cork, right? Yep. In it. That rattles around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That gives it that body, that meat, that... Yeah, exactly. That's that. But... In cold conditions, that pee was getting frozen. Correct. So some guy named Fox, right? I don't know if that's his last name or not, but that's the company name. name. Uh, Hector, probably. Hector Fox. (laughs) That's a hell of a name. Hector Fox, who uh, previously... I'll look it up. up. (laughs) You'll look it up? Okay. So anyway, they uh, they invented the Fox 40 whistle, which creates the same sound but with no pee using three separate chambers. But then during the pandemic, right, Gitter, they went to electronic whistles, yes. at least for football, because everyone thought you would create a super spreader event that would kill thousands if, if you, you blew, blew on a whistle. A whistle. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, now we're back, everybody. Okay. Back to our regularly scheduled program called Kevin Durant is a Douchebag. Right. Now, this would not be that quite big of a deal if it weren't for the fact 
Durant got busted for having a burner Twitter account. Remember that incident? That was like defending his stint in Oklahoma City in which some were like, he couldn't win a championship. He had to go run to the Warriors. Uh, Ron Foxcroft invented the Fox 40 whistle. Ding! So it's a real thing. Okay, all right. Why is it the 40? Because the first 39 iterations failed. Right. He kept getting so frustrated in the lab. He's like, God, I got to make this work. (laughs) If you're Tucker, you got to be smart. Okay, it's going to be a double technical foul. You don't want to. Why? Why does he have to be smart? He got hit by some dude who wasn't in the fucking game. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now, see, all right, I have I have different opinions on this. During the game, in game, you know, the double technical is fine. The way that they handled this after the game, when the NBA came out and they said, "Hey, this guy's no longer," that's not good enough. Hold on a second. The NBA didn't come out. The Athletic, yeah, had to report on it. First. Correct. Correct. So even, it's not like the worse. NBA was forthcoming. Right, some, the NBA would have just let it go. Yeah, some smart journalist is like, who the fuck was that guy? That guy didn't def- de-escalate the situation. No. Quite the opposite. Correct. Yeah, okay. Ant- good old Antoine. <laughs> Twani. Eh, you know, Twani's right. defending his guy, though. The fact that an NBA player has a personal bodyguard is what blew a lot of minds. Apparently it's common, though, the story. That I, I see, to- that's the thing. I don't think it's that uncommon. The issue is, is that I think it's supposed to be from fan security. It's supposed to be in case there's a crazy nut fan that's going to try to jump Correct. him on the court. It's not against another player. What okay. happens on the court stays on the court. Does Bruce Brown have his own security guard? I doubt it. Because that no. motherfucker needed one after putting up those shit shots on Thursday night. Right. He, if, that was, if that was a home game, he wouldn't have made it out alive. <laughs> the Nets fans would have killed him. They're like, bro, you're not taking those shots. Kyrie Honestly, or Durant are. One of my first thoughts when I heard this was, I wonder if Giannis does. And if he doesn't, maybe he should. Funny how that is. It just makes you wonder. It just the, the whole league is so interesting, and it's, it's so soft in so many ways compared to what the league used to be. I mean, I'm going to call up here some classic NBA fights. So according to the Athletic Story, it said, reported that Nets hired Antoine Lambert at Durant's request, and it's a common practice for teams to hire their stars' personal security. This was J.R. Radcliffe's story in, in JSI really? today. Okay. Here, here's a vintage NBA fight. Oh, yeah. This is great. By the way, Josh, have you ever heard of Jerry Seesting? Seesting, yeah. I don't think there so. Is. <laughs> Look at this, that guy. This, this little scrappy white guy, balding, by the way. That guy, that guy is Wojo before Wojo. <laughs> but with balding hair. Yeah. He ended up biting a guy's hand oh, good. in a scrum. <laughs> sure did. Wiggins driving. Use their teeth. All right, rare unedited fight sequence. Where are we getting to this? Okay, here it's coming up. Nice shot, Larry. No way that dude has a good career. Here comes in. There it is. Holy okay. shit. All right. <laughs> Look out. There we go. There we go. Okay, pause. That's a fight. Pause. Did you see that right hook? Yeah. <laughs> At this point, no one's off the bench. No. The players are sorting it out. You got the suits coming in, though. Yeah, the players and the two referees, because they didn't have three-man crews back true. in the day. This was 1986, by the way. By the way, great VCR tape here, yeah, isn't it? Is well, good. it's rare unedited. So. Dick Stockton. 
police on the floor. Police on the floor, says Dick Stockton. Where? <laughs> Danny see, what are the police doing? The police are trying to make sure no fans get involved. They're yeah. looking at the fans. They're not looking at the fight. Yeah, exactly. And they're still going out oh, blood. look at those punches there still. Oh, he kicked him. Headlocks. <laughs> Ralph Sampson tried to kick Seasting. Dennis Johnson's got somebody from behind over there. Bill, Bill Walton. Walton. Horrible situation. <laughs> Horrible. You I know, go sit down. My tensions hurt. were inflamed. Horrible. This series has exploded right here. See, this was a young Dick Stockton when he was yeah. good. When he didn't fuck things up every five minutes. With fisticuffs. And we don't fisticuffs. That's a great word. Ernest punching, Tom. Ernest punching, he says. Oh, and then Tommy, Tommy Heinsohn, yes. A little entangled. Ralph Sampson swung at him as hard way, as he could. By the way, shout out to Sampson sitting on the uh, scorer's table <laughs> as if it were a footstool. Yeah, <laughs> That's that. how big he was. The other guy's just sitting there looking at his notes, looks up. Oh, oh, hi. <laughs> He's like, is there a tough one I can sit on? Here. Right. Oh. Yeah, there we go. I'll just sit on this. Do you see the guy sitting on? He's, he's like patting his butt. He's like, it's okay. All right, but he's take a seat right here. No, that's fine. He's sitting on that guy's game notes. Otis Thorpe is like, all right, I'm with you. Let's just sit on these guys' game notes. Yeah, did they, they show the, the punch? This punch that Ralph Sampson throws is there, there it is right there. Oh, it's a push first. There oh, wait, it is, Wait yeah. for the punch. Yeah, the punch the, hasn't the happened pun yet. yet. Keep it going. The guy to back down, even though... He's trying to post up, who is it, Ainge Seesh, no, or Seesting? Why was Seesting trying to guard Ralph must fucking Sampson? Must have been a switch. I guess so. God, he is an awful There it is. <laughs> Boom. Oh, well, here, here's the next one. There's one more punch. He, oh, oh, so, oh, okay, here we go. Boom. We got him, too. Right to the face. And and Seesting staggered. Oh, and then Dennis Johnson, And then too. he's like, I got a two-piece fried. Who wants some? Who wants some? I got some more. <laughs> Bill Walton trying to tackle him. Well, that's <laughs> smart. I mean, he just saw two other people Bill get Walton punched got in the him face. Down. Go for the legs. Oh, like Hakeem was throwing, too. Dennis Johnson's like this. Let's go, man. You know, And then I'm, he just starts hugging. Okay. I'm watching this, though. Yeah. You look at all of the legs on these guys. Yeah. They're all meatier. Me they have more meaty meat than anyone out there today. Well, the body types are different. You, they, you they, go for Durant's legs, yeah. you'll break both of them in a second. Probably. How do you spell Seesting? Sitchting. Yeah, there it is right there. Sitchting bites hand. Because there's a picture of it, I think, a still image of it that I'm trying to find here. God, there's a hell of a punch. Uh, it doesn't seem to come up here. Was it Seesting who, who bit somebody's hand? Or Ainge? No, I think Ainge. It might have been Danny Ainge. All right, let me let me look that one up here. Uh, by the way, this podcast is brought to you by Dude Wipes. Dude Wipes, getting uh, shit off your ass for the last five days for yours truly. I finally ordered some, Getter. Oh, they're the best, aren't they? <laughs> well, they're they're wet wipes they for an adult's in, ass. They come in handy. <laughs> they're like baby wipes for an adult. They I was going to say, you know, you could just use baby wipes. But then you're a baby. I'm a man. Wow, marketing I'm is I'm a man with poo that needs works. to be wiped off. They're probably made in the same factory. It could be. <sighs> Hey, Where? we gotta make more dude wipes. Switch to containers. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe it's there. There it is. There it is. Oh no, that's Marcos Maidana bites Floyd Mayweather Jr. No, but look at that picture. That's not it. That's yeah. That looked like it. Oh, I guess you're right. I don't know. Oh, that's a story. Click on the picture now. 
There you go. So it it was. Well, what the hell? Oh, what were the excuses? Other scandals. What were the excuses? Okay, so these are all biting stories oh, okay. in the history of sports. Like ong, ong, ong. there it is, right there. Okay, yeah, there you go. Tree Rollins. Tree Rollins. Tree bites man was the headline of the Boston Herald. <laughs> That's a great. Oh, headline. tree bought tree bit Danny Ainge. That's yeah. what it was because Danny Ainge <laughs> called him a name. According to the according to the uh, Ainge called him a sissy. Yeah. You know now. Oh, oh my God! It would be, be a Cat canceled. Five race war. It'd be yeah. he called me the N word, and then calling Ainge someone a would be, sissy today. I assume is sissy. the equivalent of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, did you guys see Semi Pro? Of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. You remember the word that set him off, right? Of course. That sets. Uh, off. No one called anyone a JT. <laughs> right. He just said, "Can, we, can we, you're going to play the scene, so it doesn't matter." What What was it again? Uh, Semi Pro uh, cocksucker. Oh, yeah, jive turkey. Calls him a jive turkey. No one called anyone a jive turkey. <laughs> That's right. He's yeah. called you a cocksucker. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised by that. The Swedes are so inventive, aren't they? Oh, they, really are, they yeah. are my Such favorite producers of pornography. They make an excellent fuck picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'll excuse myself from this conversation right now. To the men's room. <laughs> oh, stop it. Yeah. Make your wiener Her sing. Boner machine. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a boner machine. <laughs> Swedish porn saved my life and numb. Oh, okay. Great. Here we go. Hey, come on. Fuck you guys. Let me get my violin. Swedish porn was the only thing that kept my mind off Charlie when I was in the shit. Is the shit in Ann Arbor? Because that's where you were during the war. <laughs> oh. I believe it. You were never in Nam. Nope. Good job, Turkey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you just call me a jive turkey. Tim Meadows. No. No, he did not. He uh, called you cocksucker. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, brother? Yeah, yeah. I just called you cocksucker. I'm pretty sure that you called me a jive turkey. No, no, now, Lou, nobody called anyone a JT. Jive turkey is a little over the line, my man. Look, my man. We're all here. We all heard what was said, and we're in agreement. Cornelius said cocksucker. Right. Yes. He just said you suck cock. Oh, That's my all God. he said about you. No, come on. Dig into that fondue. <laughs> Little cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. They're, they're all they're all wearing like well, he's wearing a turtleneck, yeah. very much uh, of the time. I love the Warhol esque yep. uh, paintings of Portrait. him in the background Jackie portraits. Moon. Yeah, and uh, so Tim Meadows and who's that actor again? That's uh, uh, Will Will Arnett. Uh, Will Arnett. Yeah, and then that's the guy Andy from Richter. Andy, Andy Richter. Richter. Yeah, goddamn funny. So anyway, net net is let's. Hope today goes the Bucks way, and we've got a game <laughs> That's five. A hell of a transition. Because because we're, we're about to go drive down to the Mecca and watch the game. Yep. So this is good. I mean, look, they win today. It's a series. They lose today. It's a gentleman's sweep. Yeah. Is it getting warm in here? A little bit. Yeah. yeah that's what I figured. Yeah, I got to get fixed the AC. AC needs to be reconfigured. Well, that's the good, man. 2.0 when we talked to Rezzer this week. I mean, you're driving. If Rezzer can get me in 2.0, I got ideas for 2.0. You're driving home in a new one. This one is not making it back to Virginia. No chance. <laughs> oh, 2.0 needs to have a mattress that comes down. <laughs> Maybe some lighting, some mood lighting. Some mood lighting. <laughs> All right, boys. And a pole. All right, let's go to the game. All right, bye. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. 
Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come and football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now and take the American Cancer Society's two-minute cancer screening quiz to find out what screening tests are right for you. Don't wait. Take the quiz. Get screened. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now. Cancerscreenquiz. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. All right, from one hot seat combo to another, we segue to after the game, and I welcome in Tim Scott and Brian Butch, neither of whom were with us down at the Deer District, but they certainly watched the Bucks game, and they've got some definite thoughts about the kind of trouble the Bucks may be in. But before we get to that, I called up one of the all-time great Brian Butch highlights of him against Indiana back in the day. Enjoy. Thanks. <laughs> I don't want to be like that. Oh, look at this. Well, look at this. <clears throat> I, by the way, <laughs> you see what it says on the bottom? Butchie, oh, I, Brian exactly. Butch's professional highlights. Thanks. Now, let's, let's ignore the 712 views. <clears throat> oh, that's a good number for me, man. <laughs> so here's the, the first highlight. That. Here's the first highlight right here. A sold-out. Pack to the gills. It is. It is. Indiana. When people were allowed places. Right. What's the name of their uh, field house? Assembly, oh, the Assembly Hall. The fact that you didn't know that. Uh, it's late at night. I'm having brain farts. Oh, I my guess The what? fact that he doesn't know one of the meccas of college basketball. Bitch, I was there you once. I've been, I went to one. Barber, and you I don't am know a the graduate mecca? of the Indiana Hoosier School of Basketball. Okay. I had right, a brain fart. Assembly Hall. Go ahead, yes. You really Great, great building. Great building. Were you on it? I did. Post-game show that night. Me and yeah. Charlie Wells. Okay. Yes. Yeah, go. about that. Goes up like a giant V. <laughs> it does. With yeah. walls on the ends. And iconic program that is in the weeds right now, Butchie. It is. And I think it, I think it will change. My first game that I've ever called on BTN yeah. was in Assembly Hall as well. So there's a wow. lot of good memories. There's okay. a lot of good memories All for right. me. So here we go, everybody. Take, take a watch. Take a I listen agree. here. This play was... Butch for three. A complete... And you know who's doing the play-by-play? 
Wayne Larravee's doing the play-by-play in that game. So this was five seconds, five seconds to go. You guys are down one, 66-65, and 6.6 to go, and you're out. Oh, you're in deep water there, Butch. You're 25 feet out or thereabouts. You're not a known three-point shooter. They hadn't invented the three-point big at that era of basketball. I, I was before that. I was, I was before that. So this play was supposed to be – we had had very close games. We had a close game against Texas that year. We had a close game against Purdue. We ran the same set. Ball screen action. You get me picking the popping for the three. Otherwise, you get the guard driving. How many threes did you shoot a year? A good amount. That's what I did, yes. So yeah, you did you shoot did. threes. Okay. Thanks for doing your homework. Yes, I didn't do I my did. homework and I no, forgot assembly did. hall. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold okay, you son right of a bitch. Now. Okay. <laughs> so here you are. You're green light city I am. on this play right here. Butch for three. Now here's the caveat to this. Eric Gordon. Banked it in. Eric Gordon banked one in against Illinois at their house at Assembly Hall in <laughs> Illinois. Ooh. And I was watching this game. And I'm thinking, because now we're competing for the Big Ten Championship, as you can see. They're 12, we're 14. What year is this? 2008, 2007, 2008. So we're competing for a Big Ten Championship. So we needed to win this game. I knew when we won this, we're going to win a championship, right? right? Like that's so. My junior year, I dislocate my elbow. We don't win anything. I mean, that was with Alondo Tucker, all these guys. We don't win a thing. So like, I've got a championship from when I registered. That doesn't count. Like, sorry, that doesn't count. Is this so one I of your favorite? Nothing. Is this one of your favorite moments in your college career? Uh, yes. Making this shot. Yeah, no question. Okay. Yep. How about the time that you went off in the first half, and as you're running into the locker room, Brent Musburger on ESPN says, "There's a wild bear loose in yep. the North Woods." That that was a, good. Too. A bite I've been I, trying to get now I through know. my ESPN contacts. I don't know where to do it. Anyway, look at this. We are in Appleton, Wisconsin. Beautiful Appleton, Wisconsin. And tomorrow I'm lucky enough to play in Butchie's Pet Charity Outing, the Children's Hospital Classic Invitational Celebrity Hit no and Donate. Exactly. Something That's like exactly that, right? exactly what it is. Exactly. We're, We're just going to try to get as much money for Children's Hospital. That's all we try That's to right. do. Yes. And, it's a cash uh, grab. Yes. 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 So in the van, Butchie <laughs> has fit his legs, but barely as I see them. Seven-foot legs. And Tim Scott, program director at 97.3 The Game and pre- and post-game host on the Badger radio network. I did this game. You did this game. Charlie Wilson and I did the post-game yep. on this. Right. And, and if uh, you watch that video, Zabe. Yes. You watch this. Watch this video. You knew it was going in. Watch this. Watch him back up. He's like, there's no doubt. Look at this. There it is. There, there, there it is. He's you, you got the hand out like this. Yeah, well, that's why I baked in. Bank shot. Baked in. Get out of here. You don't apologize. You just take it. Well, we had a screen coming off our point guard. Well, you know, I'm just the best there ever was, and I shoot threes, and, you know, everyone wants to be like yeah, exactly. me. Exactly. No. I couldn't get the ball to him, so it kind of was a pitch and shove, and I caught it and shot it. So You think you're the player Bo wanted most to shoot that time? Well, hey, thanks for the question, up, Mike. So it was one of those where we had a point guard coming off and me as an option. So I bet you I'm you and Mike have had this discussion. <laughs> we did. Right? We had. to this game. Jason Bohannon, a career high in threes and shots. Was Coach Ryan happy with the amount of threes today? You know what? Uh, you know, Jason's been excellent shooting all year long, and he did an excellent job tonight, and Kev was in the game. So congratulations. Big road. There you go. You're going to tell Xavier Archie Miller's story. Well, one. About when you this you said this was oh, the first BTN oh, oh, game. Oh, so Have you heard this Archie Miller so, story? So first one, you got to hear first, this. First game of BTN, and 
Your first game. You just game. roll into it. So I'm in assembly hall. I, first I go game there, calling. Calling. A game on Big Ten Big Ten Network. Yes. Network. So they play North Alabama. I go there for the first shoot round, 10 o'clock with North Alabama. No big deal. I get there early. North yeah. Alabama versus who? Indiana. Okay. Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. So I roll in then and on. Now, a lot of people had problems with Archie or Sid. He wasn't fr- I thought Archie was great. Every time, I, which I was a nobody. He was, right? was, he was like, good to you. Yeah, it was yeah. great. As a broadcast. Great to me. So, anyways, I, I'm there, and he goes, right there. Right there. That's all I've heard about today is you right there from that spot. No way. Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> That's funny. And I was like, yeah. hey, okay. Like, They're like, hey, Brian Butch hit a and, shot against us back yep. in the day. And I'm, like, nervous because it's my, like, sure. there's no training in what, like, you just get thrown into it. Yeah. And you're either good at it or you're bad, and then everyone lets you know you're bad. Like, yeah. So, that, yeah. So we were, at the, uh, we were at the Bucks game today down at the Deer District, Tim, and all I could think about the whole time was this is so incredible. It was a Chamber mm. of Commerce day, a little bit hot, but it didn't kill us. And the beers were cold, and people were congregating, and it was everyone coming together. It was black. It was white. It was young. It was old. It was rich. It was poor. It was douchebags. It was cool people. All together at once, watching the game both in the building, which was a sellout, and outside on the Jumbotron. It's a great festival. And I thought you and I of the same age didn't have this growing up. This was a concept that didn't exist. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, too, uh, monitoring social media after the game was done. Someone pointed out that seven-plus years ago, this this team almost left. And to think that the Bucks, the Bucks almost How close did they come to leaving? Ah, when they I were putting I'll when say they were this, I think they're as close as Minnesota is to leaving. Leaving, yes, right now. Minnesota, the Timberwolves might leave. Yeah, I mean the big rumor now is that where are they, they going to go? Seattle. Seattle. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Seattle okay. is stalking. Yeah, I'm just going to take them to Seattle. So that's okay. as, probably as, as close as more. Wouldn't you say? I mean, that's yeah. Okay, but, but you Come, know, you, so now, yeah, but it was it was touch and go because you had to be, you had to get a new building approved, right? Right. And, and that was part of it, and, and you and, didn't, you hadn't landed Giannis yet. No, and the other thing about the building was that we had gone through such a struggle to get Miller Park built. Yes. I mean, it came down to a one vote, George one P. Vote, George P. Yeah. God bless George P. And that, you know, they got the Pfizer Forum built, and then with it came the Deer District. Yes. And now what they have is just amazing. Yeah. It is. But it's only amazing because the team is good. You're right. And all I could think about was, thank God for the miracle child that is Giannis, this Greek kid yes. who is just full of life and ebullience and one, loves basketball and loves this city. He's not an American-born star that has his eyes on the bigger markets or anything like that. And he chose to stay here. And all I can think about is, God forbid, you know, well, they would still be good without him. Yeah, come on. Let's not kid ourselves. Oh. Everything down there. Every awesome part of that down there is predicated on having a good team, and I know this team was not good for a long time. Kind of like my Wizards, not good for a long time. Well, if there's nothing going on at Pfizer, whether it be a Bucks game or a concert, there's not a lot going on down there. Right. I yeah, mean, I mean, for sure. I mean, there's some great sports bars, different things down there. But with concerts, though, and with college games, you're going to get a lot of stuff that is there. I mean, who goes to see you, Cat, though? Uh, I agree with that. But here's <laughs> the thing. You need a superstar in general. If you're going to you have do. stuff like this, you look at Green Bay. We're 20 minutes away. The reason that Lambeau Field is not just Lambeau Field and it's got everything else around it is because they've had 30 years yeah. of a uh, Pro Bowl thank MVP you. quarterback, right? Back so to you're back able, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. You're, you're able yes. to build this. You're able to do this because you have that. Giannis allowed the Deer District to be built. Now, is Giannis going to bring them a championship? 
That's the question. Tough. Like that was well, tough because he can't shoot threes. So today, so like, we we taped a segment before going down about the KD bodyguard, which was ridiculous. Which was ridiculous. Yeah, agreed. Man. And now that Kyrie is hurt, oh my, things are totally different. They tie the series at two. But now you have to win because if if God they, help the Bucks if they can't the if, Bucks if can't they lose, beat if they lose this series crippled. Bud's done. Yes, absolutely. Bud has to be done. Well, I don't know if he has. It's not a Bud. If if, if they don't win this series without Kyrie and without James Harden, how does Bud survive this? He's not going to survive it, but it's not Bud's fault. Like, this is the thing. That that don't matter. It doesn't. Someone's going to take the hit, and it's always going to be the coach first, right? Like, for sure. He's going to be gone. No question about it. But you look at this roster, and there's some weaknesses that come up. Like, you just look at it. Giannis, your guy, when you ask the question, down one, five seconds left in the game. Can you rely get the ball? Middleton. Him. No, Middleton. It, Middleton sure? or Holiday? Well, now it's Middleton or Hot. Like you got to have a dude. Like but, right, but the problem with the honest is he can't shoot you, free throws you now. Can't shoot and right. so you can't shoot threes. Right, and so like oh, he thinks he can. Oh. One for five again today, Butchie. Will you give him some lessons on how to bank him in, please? Uh, he needs some. <laughs> there's that. But for me, I, when I, when I look at this, and that's why I was I I hurt after game one. Because I felt like they let that game get away. Yeah. yeah. Game two, whatever. You throw that away. But right. game one, right. you, they think lose, they have James Harden. They lose Harden in the first minute. First minute. Should like, be totally deflated, boom. out of sync, out of what they're doing. Well, and, and Steve and Nash ro- rotations are all messed up. Now every their game plan's all messed up because yeah. they're thinking they're going to have James for 40 minutes, right? Well, look at and game. And you give it away, and now it's 2-2. It could be 3-1. I know. Think about it. It could, and it should probably be three one. So we'll see what they do. I think yeah, Kyrie getting hurt. Three zero in the NBA Eastern Conference Finals too. Well, and that, but yeah. that's my, you know, We've had a lot of shoulds, right? Yeah. Like that's the thing. My alternate headline was after Kyrie was out. I was like, and the Utah Jazz just said, "Wow, this might be our year." Yes, <laughs> it is. Utah, it is. Utah, yeah. Phoenix, Phoenix. is going through yeah. Denver like a bad chimichanga well, right now. And this is the thing with Denver. <laughs> Like they had Marcus Howard playing minutes. I yeah. like Marcus Howard, but, but like not ready they for didn't big minutes. Ha- they don't have enough. Like you know I was what? surprised they got out of the first round. What, really, do you, like, what do you always talk about? You got to have the head of the snake. Y- yeah. Okay. When you look at Phoenix, Chris Paul is the head of the so snake, right? He's the head, that, and that's right. But what does Chris Paul want, Tim? He's got to one. Yeah, well, he might win one. this year. And that's they're, the crazy thing they're about, talking it, about They're been, talking about a championship possibly redefining everything about Chris Paul's career. And there's, It's totally unfair, but that's how sports works. That's, that's how it, and that's, this and that's talent what he has in Phoenix, I would argue, outside of Blake Griffin, is equal to what he had in L.A. I think the Booker's talent, better. I think the talent he had in L.A. was older. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and understands yeah. it a little bit better. Yeah, I got younger, Reddick's younger live or wires yeah, like now. Right yeah. now that you don't know if they're going to be able to perform at that moment. Like, Booker, yes, but what's the rest? Of, like, they've got a lot of young guys on that team. Like, L.A. had more veteran guys, guys that were better, I think, that could handle the moment. But Chris has been – he's been in the league. He was in the McDonald's game with me in 03. So he's been in the league however long well, you that's You played been, with right? him in uh, New Orleans, right? And I was I was on the the roster, and yeah, they tried to make Orleans, the trade. Yeah. So to, yeah. short time, but for me, the thing with Chris is he's gotten to the the Western Conference Finals one time. Everywhere he's been has been better, but he hasn't been able to win the game right. Like he hasn't been able to close the games out. Right. It, this is a year with LeBron gone, 
with that West wide open. Well, this now with this, put with your this, stamp on your career. With this Kyrie injury, yes. everything is wide open yes. now. They are in mortal danger at this point because Harden's hamstring is a finicky one. They don't want to rush him back, and they got to get going here. Let's say the Bucks take this series. The question I had today after watching this war was that they still have to win two more games. How much gas are they going to have left in the tank because they have to take on Philadelphia yet? Or assuming it's going to be Philadelphia. Hey, Embiid's knee may go again. I think it's Philly for sure. Yeah, It is Philly for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, don't worry because, Bud, the first two games didn't play his guys. Finally, you looked at minutes in right. game three. you got to be happy. And now. he You've played. Been screaming got, about like, this forever. Yeah. But that's what you do. It's yeah. just You've got to play your guys in the playoffs. Like, it, you play them 45, 44, and 43, and that's what it has to be, right? I just can't yeah. tell you, Tim, how happy I was knowing we're going to get to go back down there on Thursday night yeah. for another another game because this kind of environment i mean the wizards haven't been close to this in forever yeah. and they don't really have that setup in dc anyway the capitals when they made the run to the stanley cup playoffs they had people in the streets watching on jumbotrons which is now becoming more of a bigger thing league wide for you these summer sports tuesday as well what's tuesday tuesday is Game five. Game five, yeah. Oh, there'll be a watch party yeah. outside. There'll be a huge – Yes. sometimes those are, are better, better than when they're at game day. When they're playing at Pfizer. Yeah. Yes. But, but it's these things are precious. You know yes. this, Tim. It's like they can they can be here one year and gone the next. You, know, right. you don't know how long it's going to be before no. you get these chances again. So, well, And this is the thing. you got to give credit to ownership for having the vision to do this. Now, don't get me wrong. They're making the a money. boatload of money, yeah. right? Yeah, like they, They're making a boatload of money off it, but they had to have the money to make the investment. They had to go make the, look at all of this and say, this is the vision we have to yeah. create it and realize that, hey, that number 34, he can help let us accomplish all of that. It helps that Giannis stayed. It helps that the, the owners are billionaires. And no question. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, right? but it's, like, you need it to make it, but now that it's there, the city of Milwaukee is the uh, one that benefits. Well, I mean, look at Minneapolis, right? Ziggy Wolf comes in. Okay, They played in the dome a dump yeah. forever. Yeah. They had bad ownership. Wolf comes in. He's he built a new stadium, revitalized the downtown. They're building the homes. They've got a beautiful practice facility. I mean, you need visionaries with deep pockets to pull this stuff. And you off. need to win. And you need to win. Winning, yes. just like Lombardi said, winning right. isn't everything. It's the, the only, only thing. thing, and that's the truest thing that's ever been spoken. We've talked about this and the the Chris Paul conversation we just had. What point does Giannis have that conversation? Because Meaning. when you're a two-time MVP. And oh, you, about wanting and, to go somewhere else? Well, not wanting to go somewhere else, no. About give me a but guy winning. like Chris Paul? Winning. Give me oh. a guy. Right? At what point? Like, you've looked at the last three runs, the last two years. Now this will be the third year. What can he ask for? They paid the guys around him, Middleton and now you, Holiday. Now you've got to be the guy to take over, though, right? Oh, like, okay. What is the storyline going to be with Giannis? Because at some point. I don't know. Is he, he ever going to be that yet? guy? No. He hasn't had that game I don't think he's going to be that guy. Bigs don't, win, bigs don't win games in the final two minutes. That's and that's so that's, that's a tough thing. That is, and that's where most of these games end now. up yeah. at the end of it. Especially right. now, we uh, we're gonna have a great day of golf tomorrow. I'm gonna run one more story by you guys because Butchie, you got a great bullshit meter. You don't you don't fall for stuff easily. <laughs> have you heard the story of the guy who claim, the lobsterman who claims to have been have. swallowed by a whale? Yes, and spit out after he is punching and kicking. Yeah, is his name I, Jonah? No, he's no. a real life. Jonah. He's a real life. Oh real yeah, life real life. He, oh, he yeah. was admitted to the hospital with some abrasions, but. No video. 
Of course. No GoPro on him. <laughs> now, he did say his buddy who was out there you know, saw some water spray up in the air. I don't buy it. There's not a part of me that believes Thank this. Thank you. No. You don't get into a whale. Like, you know, a whale doesn't eat you. No. And then they got the marine biologist out there was like, well, maybe it was uh, It confused him. Yeah. Right. Yes. Because like, whales, stop, stop, they eat stop. tiny little fish, you know, yeah. and they're very slow. And like, get the fuck out of here. How are you going to have a human being with a fish this big? You know, like, come on. They're not the same. You didn't see a whale and you let it sneak up on you? How'd that happen? And that's, that's you didn't turn around like, like there's a whale. Oh, it looks like there's a whale over here. Oh. <laughs> I don't buy it. I don't. There's not a part of me that believes this. Now, but guess what? If he ever is in a golf tournament like we'll be in tomorrow, he's got a good story. There is. That's, that's true. Right. Well, you know what? Story. He'll be a celebrity next year. Let's bring Every him along. Every fisherman has a good story. <laughs> yeah. This is right. better than the rest. It's like, it's like old athlete stories, Tim. You go, man, he's got a lot of good stories. Some of them are true. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. And the yeah. rest, who cares? That's right. And yeah, right. What, great what are you, the truth squad? Just go with it, for yes, God's sakes. Exactly. You know? All right. Guys, good to have you in the van. What do you think? Is Always it all right? Oh, it's awesome. This is awesome. Looks great. Can I park this on one of the tee boxes tomorrow at Butamort? Let's get it done. It's done. <laughs> Sign, I will, I will not tear it. I just I want prominent placement where we everyone can, do can that. see it. All right. And I then it's it. a write-off. I love it. Write it off, <laughs> That's Jerry. Bingo. It's all a right. donation. <laughs> all right. Let's put a wrap on this as I've got an early wake-up call to do a grueling radio show from this van and then to play some grueling golf while drinking beer all in the name of raising money for Children's Hospital. I know, it's a rough life, it's a rough day. I need my beauty rest, so let's go ahead and wrap this up. I was using Waze on my drive out from D.C. most of the trip, and I found it to be good. In some ways, though, not great. One way I found it to be not great was that it constantly pops up a, there's a policeman on the right side of the road in four-tenths of a mile, three-tenths of a mile, and then it gives you the button. Is it there or not there? And you click it. Or you can just ignore it. It'll go away. But the point is, crowdsourcing, enough people click, yes, he's there, no, he's not, and they get better intel. The algorithm goes to work to say, okay, that's the deal. They have this for cars that are stopped on the side of the road, for traffic, for, for a whole bunch of stuff, including they have alerts for objects in the road. Like debris in the road spotted in four-tenths of a mile. You would think that would be a good thing, right? I say it nearly, not killed me, but it nearly wrecked me outside of Indianapolis. Here's why. I'm driving down the road. I'm keeping a loose eye on exactly what's in front of me. And I see the little thing pop up on the Waze uh, app. Object in road this many tenths of a mile ahead. Of course, I turn my attention to the app to make sure I'm pressing. Is it there? Is it not there? As I'm reaching over to press the button, I look up and, oh, my God, it's a full orange construction barrel. Not a cone. Not a cone. A barrel. Lying down sideways in the middle of the left-hand lane of Interstate 465. I... Didn't swerve recklessly, but I did maneuver at just about the last minute to get out of the way. And I realized at that point, okay, you know what, Waze? I'm done with you. I know it makes sense if you're sitting in the car next to the driver and you're the one poking the buttons and everything else. But if you're telling me there's not, because I would have seen that orange barrel well ahead of time if I was, wait for it, wait, wait, just watching the road. 
it would have been easy to spot. I could spot other objects in the road. In fact, that's what you're trained to do when you first get your driver's license. Look ahead of you. Pay attention. What's in the road? Is somebody cutting you off? Is somebody slowing down? Is there something you need to avoid? So I'm not sure Waze is necessarily the best. Apple, I think, has come a long way. Apple Maps. At first, Apple Maps sucked. What Apple does well is they do nice, big, simple buttons so that, yes, you, the driver, can adjust your GPS as you're driving. I know you're not supposed to, but hey, let's not kid ourselves. We all do. These other applications, there's too many small little things you got to touch and then swipe here, and it's not intuitive. I think Apple's interface has gotten a whole lot better. All right, that's enough from me tonight. Thank you so much for downloading. Thank you for your patience. As what is going to be a interesting week or two of podcasts, but we are going to get through it and try to keep delivering the quality that I know you've come to expect and demand. Have a great Monday, everybody, and we will see you next time. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to CancerScreenQuiz.com now and take the American Cancer Society's two-minute cancer screening quiz to find out what screening tests are right for you. Don't wait. Take the quiz. Get screened. Go to CancerScreenQuiz.com now. CancerScreenQuiz. At SheFit, we're so over beach bodies and getting bikini ready. You should be empowered to wear anything you want, except a bad sports bra. You deserve better. You deserve a bra with fit and support like no other. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually performs. Fully adjustable to fit your body with 50% less bounce than the Nike Pro. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come and football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.